Hi podcasters and welcome back. What an absolutely gorgeous week we have had with the weather this week. I'm here to tell you a little bit about how my week has been, a few surprises that I had along the way and how I was feeling and to discuss a few of the things that are going on in the world right now which I think is super important for us to talk about and open up the lines of communication about. So let's get to it. So last week, I felt as though I wasn't doing a good enough job. I felt like I wasn't keeping my dancers excited about dance, keeping passion alive. I doubted myself, I doubted my efforts, and I doubted whether I was doing a good enough job and whether the time and energy I had used had all been worth it. The way that I felt was not a reflection on how anybody else had made me feel. Nobody had said anything to me. Nobody had said that they weren't motivated. Nobody had said that they weren't enjoying what I was doing or no one had said that I hadn't done a good enough job. But in crept this little voice in my head that just started self-doubt, self-doubt, self-doubt. So instead of feeling sorry for myself any longer, I decided I wanted to do something about the way I felt in the hope that it would help me, first of all, it would help my dancers and everyone's all-round motivation, not just in terms of dance online classes and doing my online classes, but just motivating them to do something. I decided to set up a week of Zoom classes with what would have been our show week. So this is the week that we would have had our show and we would have been in full-blown rehearsal schedule. We would have been having the best time and now my show rehearsals are not a stressful time. I purposely make them so organised and everybody knows what they're doing so that we can enjoy ourselves and everything is prepped, everything is ready to go so that we can have showtime as a time to remember and create memories. And I wanted us to be as face-to-face as we possibly could be and providing as personal training as I possibly could and the only way to do that was via Zoom. My aim was to hopefully reignite passion, motivation and remind them that we are all here together and I'm not going to lie but I really wanted to give the dancers a kick in the right direction in terms of just wanting to shake them and go right come on girls you can do this, if I can do this you can do this, if I can find the motivation you can find the motivation and I felt like it was successful. It was so obvious that they had felt completely disconnected and throughout the week we rebuilt and grew together as a family. On Friday we had a fantastic class where I made them work their butts off um, during a flexibility and conditioning class. I mean, it was a hot day, so you can imagine it was very sweaty and there was lots of red faces staring back at me, but I felt like we were ready to go into the next couple of weeks with a focus and with with a determination to achieve whatever it was that we wanted to achieve. 
So later on, on the Friday evening, I had walked the dogs, I'd been to the shop, I'd cooked dinner, I'd done all my jobs that I needed to do after class. And I decided that I was going to sit and watch Beyonce homecoming um, to give me a boost, to cheer me up and to top up some of my own girl powers that I needed. And the dogs started barking and I remember just telling them, be quiet, come on, stop barking. I'm trying to watch Beyonce. Like, this is really important, guys. I don't think you understand. And then I get a message from one of my dancers, Erica, I think you need to go and check your car. So I open up my front door. There outside my door was a whole heap of presents and flowers and so much lovely things and I'm unsure and confused as to why I deserved this. I simply love my job and I just want to share it with everybody, not just my dancers but anybody that wants to share it with me and the support for me and my business during lockdown has been absolutely incredible and overwhelming at times and supporting my online classes, my podcasts and everything in between. But this was a whole other level. So what I'm trying to say is thank you. Thank you to my dancers, present, past, future, uh, just for giving me life. And thank you to every parent of EJT that has had my back. Lots of love to you all. I'd come across a post online about a couple of weeks ago about 10 things your dance teacher might not tell you. And as I sat and read through them, each one rang more and more true than the last and more so since this happened on Friday. And I just wanted to share these 10 things with you and know that they are 100% things that I think all of the time and I it was as if somebody had stolen them from my mouth and put them in this post and I couldn't believe that they were my thoughts so exactly what I think and exactly how I feel so number one was teachers want every student to succeed regardless and this is so true I don't care who you are I don't care what it is that you want to succeed I just want to see you do it I just want to see you succeed and I just want to enjoy that moment with you when you know that you've reached a goal number two you will never know how hard teachers work outside of the studio research training choreography, music editing, costuming, paperwork and the list can go on and on and on. This is so true. I think people see me in the studio and think what a fantastic job she has just from three till nine o'clock or three till eight o'clock in the evening and she just gets to do what she loves. Yeah, that's that's a part of it for sure but there is a lot more to it than that. It doesn't stop from the time that I wake up to the time that I go to bed. Number three, the greatest gift you can give your teacher is your thanks and to tell them what you have learnt. And my dancers did this on Friday. They thanked me and I cannot tell you how amazing that made me feel and how 
much that really, really meant to me. Number four, you being sore or tired means you have worked hard, which means I have done my job, job done. So whenever you say to me, oh, Erica, this is sore today. Good. I'm glad because it means that I've done my job properly. Five, hours of work go into choreographing and planning classes. Not a job anyone can do. This is true. Have you ever tried to choreograph a dance? Have you ever tried to plan a class? It's not easy and it takes hours and hours and hours and a lot of patience and it can infuriate and really make you inspired and it can make you feel so many different things um but it is all worth it number six there are very few things that are more gratifying to a teacher than having a dancer achieve a personal goal number seven the best students are not always the best dancers they are the ones who are respectful hardworking and apply corrections. Apply corrections is such a great piece of advice. If you can apply your corrections, you will achieve your goals. Number eight, a dance education is more than learning dance steps. When your teacher shares life experiences, take it in. Know that it's for your benefit and a crucial part of your total education. Number nine, A teacher's biggest fear is not creating bad choreography or having small classes, but rather failing to convey the passion of the art. No dance teacher wishes to cause a child to fall out of love with dance. And this is exactly how I felt prior to spending a whole week of Zoom classes with my dancers. And I honestly felt like... I was doing a disservice and I wasn't conveying enough passion for my art and ultimately I didn't want anyone during this lockdown period to fall out of love with dance just because they didn't have access to a studio. And number 10, no matter how many years have passed since you graduated their dance programme, teachers will always remember you and will want to know what is going on in your life. They will always consider you as part of their dance family. And this is so true. Once you are part of my family, my EJT family, you will forever be a part of it. I want to take this opportunity to utilise this incredible platform I have right now. And what's happened in the past few weeks has made it so apparent to me that even though I might not have a big following. I have the power to educate you and to educate my dancers and to educate the young generation about life. And this is one of my biggest things, not only just teaching dance, but to educate about life. Equality, just and fair inclusion, an equitable society is one in which we can all participate and prosper. The goals of equality must be to create conditions that allow 
all to reach their full potential. In short, equality creates a path from hope to change. Respect, acknowledge, educate yourself. What are we doing as individuals to learn and to be better? Here we are in 2020 and systematic racism is killing people. No human being should be okay with that. I am so thankful that I went to a secondary school where, without me realising it until just recently, taught me so much about racism and taught me so much about black history without me knowing it and my teacher my English teacher was fantastic we read poems about black history we studied books we read stories we spoke about it a lot and not a lot of people have had access to being educated so I am asking you to educate yourself educate yourself on what is happening right now don't just turn around and say well I'm not racist it's not enough you need to be anti-racist I read so many posts on Facebook um on Blackout Tuesday of people who were like but every day is Blackout Tuesday for my for me in my household in my workplace well good for you, Sharon. I'm so glad that that is the case for you, but that is not the case in a lot of places across the world. And you need to help everybody else understand that. You sitting back and going, well, I'm not racist, so why should I be a part of helping? Because you're a human and we can't all live together in this unequal way, it's not acceptable. I am a huge believer in equality, whether that's race, whether that's sexuality, or whether that is feminism. Everyone should be equal. And at the moment, black lives are not equal. And that is not acceptable. There are so many things that you can read and watch to go and educate yourself. So let me give you a couple of books to read. Why I No Longer Talk to White People About Race. Fantastic book. You can get it on Apple Books. Between the World and Me. Stamped from the beginning. How to be an anti-racist. Things to watch on Netflix. 13th. Um, when They See Us. The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. There's another one about the killing of Malcolm X on Netflix as well. Go and watch these things. Go and educate yourself on culture and what is going on in your world today and how you can be a part of change. Have you never asked yourself if I was alive in the Holocaust, if I was alive during this period of history, what would I have done? What would I have done to help? What would I have done to make a change or to help make a change? This is your chance to help make a change and I urge you to be a part of the movement and to help make a change. The last thing I wanted to share with you is a quote that I read earlier on this week and it said, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a month, get married.
If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help others. And I mean that in all aspects of your life, not just right now, but take that with you, with whatever you do. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the EJT podcast. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope the sunshine comes back and we get to spend some more time outside in the garden and just soaking up that vitamin D and just enjoying life. Lots of love, lots of EJT love, and I will speak to you in the next podcast.